Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Hola, Lugo. Where have you been, man? I haven't seen you or talked to you in about a week. What are you, out partying or something? Well, you know, people have lives. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a, I'm supposed do, to be having the life. You're... We do stuff. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> well, it's good to see you again. It's always good to see you. Uh, yeah, although likewise, it's just yeah. uh, weekly instead of uh, more often. But uh, uh, and we, we sometimes uh, talk about uh, uh, weather. Let's talk about climate. Because we oh. talk about climate change. Wow. You know, climate well, I mean, change is affecting everything, but yeah. not the way that uh, we're, we see it on uh, on the news and everything. <laughs> it's a I little different. I got to laugh because that's, that's a really good one. Yeah. What a great transition. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> you, did you practice that? Yeah. I, I, think, fact, I think that was good. <laughs> I wrote it down. I, I wrote it down. Uh, I, I did some AI work and that's what came up. So, <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, we're uh, well. We started talking about this, I think, last um, last episode, or at least we touched on it. But uh, and then and uh, for our listeners who enjoy us uh, bantering or arguing, we may argue on this one. I'm not Mm. sure we're going to agree, but uh, about climate, yes, but but climate change. Be respectful. Be Uh, respectful. Okay, I I think I taught you that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as we begin to talk about climate change. Isn't that climate change? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, as we were, as I was thinking about this topic, uh, when when I was at the Air Force Academy a few years, well, a couple years ago, I guess, and for several years, Lugo, we we had this uh, program and you know, when you have a program, it, it screws everything up. You're not never, you're never going to get anything done when you have a program. Uh, that's just the way it is. But anyway, right. we started this never program. ending. It, it, well, is that what it is? Yeah. But, well, there's there's different never, than a project. A project problem, has a beginning and an end. True, but a, a lot of times with a lot of times we don't have the end. We don't see the end result, mm. or we don't have a vision for that future. You know, so which is part of the the, the problem, I think. But uh, but we used to talk about having a um, let me get this right a climate of respect and a culture of excellence. I think that's what what mm-hmm. you know you, they they had it up on the wall or something and nobody knew what it meant but it was up on the wall. But um, but I think is in, in any organization or any group any team uh, a climate of respect is a good uh, goal to achieve. I, I, I don't like. I don't know that we ever achieve it. I think that as long as you do achieve it, then the culture becomes better and a positive one where everybody wants to uh, to work. I, I just read a meme earlier today about uh, uh, a, a great culture is where people are excited about coming in to work Monday morning. Something to that effect, you know. And I thought, you know, that, that's, that's a good culture. Sounds like climate to me. Well, well, I think which. It's like a, it's a chicken and the egg. Which one's first? Right, exactly. You know, they're, they're, they're both affecting each other uh, constantly. Because if you have a, a, a what was it, non or a toxic 
climate. We talked about that several episodes mm-hmm. ago. If you have a toxic climate, climate it's going to affect the culture. And if the culture is bad, it's going to affect the culture. You know, it just goes on and on. So, uh, but, but I think that's a good goal for all of us to strive for is to be respectful, to have a climate where we can be respectful. And that doesn't mean that we it's a hierarchy, that we respect the leader and the leader doesn't respect the followers because that sometimes we think that's the way it's supposed to be, which I think is, is crap. You know, we, we mm. respect everyone. The a, a real quick story, I, I have a friend who was a fellow for, a White House fellow for uh, uh, President Reagan. And uh, he tells me a story about when... Uh, uh, Margaret Thatcher was there visiting him, the president, in the Oval Office. You know, they, they did their meeting and all that stuff. And as he walked out of the office, he's going down the hallway and he spots a, a, a cleaning person. Right? The old term is janitor. And uh, and he stops him. And, and this is President Reagan. He stops and says, hi, calls him by name. How are you? How are the kids? And blah, 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 blah. You know, and uh, this, my friend who was, uh, he retired as a two-star general, he says almost everybody was in awe. He just walked out of a meeting talking to the second, probably probably the second most powerful person in the world, Margaret Thatcher. And he walks out and talks to this person who is a cleaning person in the same way, mm-hmm. with the same amount of respect. I think, I, I, I honor that. And mm-hmm. I've always uh, strived to do that, to respect everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. And and I think in an, organi- in an organization, when leaders can talk to followers and followers can talk to leaders in a respectful way, you're going to get a lot more done. Well, I think that respect is a byproduct. And so every time, and that's why when we were talking today, uh, when we started uh, talking about uh, this and some time ago, I think I told you that I had an issue with this climate versus culture. And probably the reason why I don't like climate change <laughs> is because <laughs> it, it, we we think about uh, it, we put a lot of effort in, in these little behaviors and asking people to do that. But if we focus on 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 values, then all of these other things will happen. The 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 uh, the the climate as you mentioned which is which is something very superficial when you think about the culture because the culture is the machine the culture is if you're looking into a into a black box and you look in a black box and you have an input then something happens there there are circuitry and there are some uh some channels and some twists and turns and then you have an output and then the output is something and and so when you're thinking about climate, right? People focus, in my opinion, on the output, right? And, and the and but but by focusing on that, they miss out what's inside the black box, which makes everything happen. So inside the black box is that the culture is that, that's the the beliefs, the habits, the sense, the feel of an organization. And so input comes in. In all of these things, we learn what's acceptable, what is not acceptable, why is it acceptable, and then you have an output, which is a behavior. And so anytime we start trying to think about how are we going to control a particular behavior, we miss out. People get mad, and and, and then so now what we do is we make this situation worse. If there was little respect, now there's going to be less, right? Because it's just uh, a, a system tries to seek some kind of equilibrium. And so you are overshooting the system to try to get a response. And so what does the system do? 
the system goes and gives you a, a sharper response most of the times in the opposite direction. And so, and so that's why I'm thinking that when we're thinking about, you know, uh, climate culture, if what we're seeking is that type of behavior or, or that type of feel, then we have to really focus on the key things that make those things happen. So what are some of those things? Well, obviously values makes those things happen. Uh, what kind of, what do we celebrate in the organization? Not one time, but what do we constantly celebrate? What are the traditions in the organizations? What are the kind of rituals? What are our stories? And when we think about, you know, what are our stories, then we begin to identify with something that is memorable. And most of the times resides in the hearts and minds of the people, in the spirit of the people. And then we begin to understand this other piece. Like, for example, uh, I I just I met uh, I've met you know World War II veterans, right? And some some of these some of them you see them, and uh, some time ago when I was in in D.C., I was the command chief there for the Air Force District of Washington, and I went I was invited to speak at this World War II uh, memorial celebration, and I met a lot of a lot of these uh, World War II veterans. And I went there feeling humble, right? I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to say here, yeah. right? Because, I mean, these are the heroes. Right. And so for me, it was an act of respect. I mean, I had to think through for many hours as to why I was there. What was my purpose? What can I say? But thank you. You know, I mean, there is no motivational, I mean, I'm, I read their stories. I read some of their stories or some of the, the the ones that were going to be there. But why did I feel this this utmost respect and thankfulness for them? It was not because we worked on getting uh, respect, right? Or it was because I identify as a military back then when I was in the military. I we honor the traditions of our country, we honor our veterans for the sacrifices and their families for all the things that they have done. And out of that, out of those rituals, out of, out of those traditions and our own, my own values, I, I did not, it was, it did not take me very much, you know, I didn't have to have someone in there telling me, Hey, you know what? You, you stand up when you talk with one of these people. No, I mean, they will come out stood up, you know, I, uh, because, I shook their their hand, and I mean it was very moving uh, yeah. for me. And I think that that uh, us as leaders, we we lose it when when we're trying to go for the quick gains, but we don't dive deeper into why these things happen in an organization. Uh, we are so connected, and uh, so anyways, uh, that, that's for me the connection between. Uh, climate and culture, you know, uh, some of these things are a byproduct. But obviously, when I look at the climate of an organization, even even right now, when we do assessments with our clients, we go and uh, uh, or or we go to an organization to do many different things, and we just we see things that happen. That those behaviors tells us a lot about the culture of the organization. So we need to 
uh, to take those those behaviors and under and try to understand why are we acting this way? Mm-hmm. Why this lack of res- you know respect? Why you know why is these people taking shortcuts? Why are these people not responding to their clients in a quick way? And when I go and I do you know auditing of organizations, the same thing. There is always an underlying uh, and underlying uh, cause. And when we address it, right, back to root causes, a lot of those things get better. And then we can we can feel when an organization, when a person goes into an organization, they feel the climate is, is you know, they feel the aura of respect, they, 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 of, of innovation, of, of being free to think and to speak. And to also receive feedback, but it's not just only about speaking, but it's also a uh, a responsibility for me to be in the best uh, frame of reference, open to also get some feedback. And mm-hmm. so that only happens when we have spent some time there in the in the culture. So, so are you saying that climate is not intentional? What do you mean intentional? Well, like what you were saying at the beginning of uh, what you were what you just you just did say mm-hmm. is that the leaders shoot for something, they're striving for something, and 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 then well, you didn't say it never works, but sometimes it doesn't work right. when you're when you're striving. Well, they overshoot. Uh, they overshoot this. Yeah, they know. overshoot that. Yeah, it's well, uh, man's search for meaning. Victor mm-hmm. Frankel, in the in that little book at the beginning, he talks about success, and he says that success cannot be pursued; it must ensue. In other words, it 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 happens without striving for it. Whenever you're you're looking for a, a climate of respect, and maybe that's why it. Uh, I don't know that it didn't. I don't think it didn't work at the academy, uh, Lugo, but I'm not sure that it did. And you know when you again like I, like I said and, and you know anybody that's been around a while knows when we make it a program it sucks because now we're in a way like you just said we're overshooting well we're going to do it this way we're going to do it this way we're going to do this way. and we're expecting that the outcome is going to be such and such when in many in many ways especially because this is like emotional intelligence you can't ex- uh, you can expect whatever you want but what you get may be totally different because we're humans. Well, anytime you make something a program, uh, then then it's somebody else's responsibility to manage it, not you. Yeah, and so true. that's 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 uh, and that's a problem with having something being a program. If you have something that is everybody's responsibility, then there's something else, right? the The point was that, that I was talking about was back to your question. Your question was, is it deliberate? It has the the climate. The climate is the output. Right is the back to your quote about Viktor Frankl is is the is the byproduct of like he said in his book of giving yourself to a cause right giving so it's not something you cannot make the the flower ensue right it is the byproduct of pouring some water uh, I think in our last episode we were talking about cultivating. And so, so really, it is a product of cultivating, cultivating a relationship. So then those things can happen. And when you do that, then you get those responses. But if there is a deliberate, it's a deliberate action to understand how the future is going to look like, 
understanding what kind of behaviors we're going to have, what is going to, what are, what are the kind of things that are going to happen? And then understanding how those, how the things that you're going to do in the organizations are going to map out to those behaviors. And so you work on those things and work on those things over time again and again until they become a habit. And when they become a habit, then hopefully the good habits, right? Because it can be a, the habit of doing the wrong thing. And then yeah. you got to unlearn and unlearn is more difficult than, than relearning. <laughs> so, right. uh, so the point here is, is just the, the act of thinking through all of those things that you know will produce these things, how those things come together, getting influencers there. Uh, and I'm not talking about TikTok uh, influencers, here right. yeah <laughs> it's a little I, bit different I, yeah talking about about people in your organization you know people that that are exhibiting already the behaviors that you want to see in your organization and you're putting them together and you're having these conversations and these people are going out into their work centers having the exact same conversations and receiving feedback and then coming back together and talking about what they saw what did they experience and then figuring out uh, in that travel, what is it that we were missing? How is it that we're not connecting? And then putting in, in into practice, into practice, what what those things are going to be. You know, I'm talking about the behaviors you're going to do. Uh, I mean, I was just talk, working with an organization and this organization, they, and, and I applaud them for the work they did and I'll tell you, there's uh, Defense Consulting Services. They did a great job. Uh, the CEO, uh, I mean, the organization has been doing very, they've been doing great, but they wanted to go above and beyond. It was just not about the the typical uh, scorecard. It was more a little bit more than that. And what the CEO instilled was a, a culture statement more than mission, vision, hey, had mission, vision. Obviously, we had the goals. We had the cascades. We were using Hoshin uh, uh, Kenry as a deployment method for strategy and for some of the other things that we we're going to do. So pretty advanced. We're moving them in that direction. They're doing amazing. And and I think what the reason why they're doing amazing is because that culture statement. And, and he delineated specifically how the executives of their company were going to uh, look like how what are the behaviors that are going to do outwardly and as well as inside the organization so it's just not to their customers because they feel the way we treat each other is how we're going to treat our customers yep. and you know they're doing great and i think that's that's a good place for uh for leaders to work in yeah and and i, I think there's the as you deploy this though lugo there's two things we we don't do very well at least i've been in a lot of organizations that didn't do it very well and number one is talk about it explain it understand it you know the, the quote leader understands because they're the ones that put it up on the wall but that doesn't mean that the person at the bottom the janitor the cleaning person has any idea what that means you know and unless it unless that person at the bottom knows it doesn't matter because it won't, you know, it won't have an effect. And the other thing is to model it. You know, how many times have I know you and I have been in, uh, inside, we've gone to, gone to an organization where it's got all of these great things, uh, mission statements, purpose statement, all of that stuff, and nobody practices it. You know, right. to know but not to do is not to know. 
And that permeates the, the whole culture then. Because, uh, you know, then we got everybody fighting each other. They don't do it because we don't do it because we don't do it because they don't do it. It's like a, uh, a backwards uh, cycle. So uh, uh, maybe we just need to talk more a little bit, a yeah. maybe a little bit more, kind of like what you and I do. <laughs> you know what they, what you're talking about is called primary embedding mechanisms. I've done a ton of studies on, on culture, and uh, there are several what we call embedding, uh, primary embedding mechanisms. And that what you're talking about is called role modeling, the same as teaching and coaching. Those things, uh, you know, they 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 imprinted in the organizations when yeah. they are when you see them. You know, it's not uh, who said, you know, don't I think uh, I heard, you know, this saying that says uh, uh, your actions speak so loud that I can't hear what you're right. saying. Emerson, I think, said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, and here's the, and here's the truth. People may not do what you say, but they'll do what you do. Mm. So watch yeah. out. Watch yeah. out. Lugo, Absolutely. we're out of time, man. I'll see you next week. All right. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great.